You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl. And that is it. The 2018-19 season, Premier League season, is over. 38 match weeks, 380 games have been played, and we finally have a champion. And that champion is Manchester City. They've repeated. They've gone back-to-back in the Premier League. They beat Brighton away 4-1. Liverpool got the, the job done at, at home against Wolves, winning 2-0. But Robbie Earl, mm. big favourites going into this last match week. Yeah. Um, it's so rare we get such a great title race coming down to the final day. There was a potential for a little bit of uh, drama yeah. uh, as Brighton scored the first goal. But after that, Manchester City... Mm moved through the gears, showed why they're champions with the goals, the quality, the controlling their nerves a little bit, yeah. and 4-1, comfortable. Yeah, and, and you, you, you're spot on. I thought controlling the nerves uh, was an important element. I think everything you want in a champion, Manchester City can give you. They, they can play, we know. They can have possession. They can tough it out. Vincent Company said something after the game which hadn't really um, dawned on me that much. He said, it's okay us scoring goals because we've got a team that's built to score goals. But he said, us stopping goals sometimes, except in set pieces, we're not a very big team. Mm. And you think of maybe the two centre-backs, maybe Fernandinho if he plays, yeah. and outside that, maybe Cal Walker, who's not particularly great, I don't think, sort of man-to-man defender. They struggle for height. Everywhere else, they've got little, little players, yeah. like five-foot-nothings. Yeah. So they're determination, their attention to detail, their drive. And let's, let's remember they went a goal down here, yeah. but their football will find a way. And also the manager, Rob, made a big change. Yeah. First of all, he made a big call tactically. Um, Raheem Sterling played in the centre of midfield, the attacking role, the Kevin De Bruyne role, if you like, yeah. and Bernardo Silva played higher up. And they didn't start well. They didn't play well. They so couldn't for 30 get the minutes, going. Rob, is, that, is yeah. that him not getting it right? Or is that him looking at something different? Because he, he had to change it before he's, City he's lined done, up. He's done this before. Mm. A, a few games ago, Rob, because we do every game, I yeah. can't remember which one it was, but Raheem Sterling did play in this... He played, this, he played against Leicester. In, in, was it? He, he was against he Leicester. Started. He started. And again, in, in they there. changed yeah. things. So after yeah. 30 minutes, Bernardo Silva... Um, then comes into midfield. Raheem Sterling goes to the left, cutting in with his right foot. Yeah, Mares right. f- uh, on the right, cutting in with his left, which, mm. of course, uh, ended up being a goal um, as well in the second half. So uh, he made those changes. Mm. The team found a way to find, you know, to get through with the creativity. Um, big names on the bench. Kevin De Bruyne is back on the bench. Jesus on the bench. Leroy Sane doesn't get this, the uh, start again. Um, but they... Yeah, the quality comes through, Rob, yeah. doesn't it? The quality yeah. comes through. Sergio Aguero getting the first goal. Clever little flick uh, from David Silva around the corner. He finishes off yeah. uh, through the Beautiful legs of the goal. goalkeeper. And just 
from that point on, you just felt they're all over Brighton. Yeah. They're going to get the goals. The, the only way that, that this was going to get more dramatic, more nervous, was if somehow Brighton could have held on to the 1-0 lead. Yeah. But City are too good. Aguero gets one within, what, one minute, uh, 23 seconds later. All of a sudden, Laporte gets a header, and then they're in control, and they're not going to let that go. And do you know what, Robert? I looked at this season, and, and as we were sort of doing a, a, a little bit of background and thinking about the game this morning, I'm thinking... Last season was great, but last season was about... The challenge was for Manchester City. Nobody else was anywhere near them. 19 points behind Manchester United. It, it was about them getting to the 100 points and the 100 goals and, and, and the self-motivation. This year was a proper race. This year, any slip-up, and we're talking 14 games on the bounce, winning to win out the title... Is ridiculous, by it, the way. It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And we shouldn't forget this, these kind of mm. numbers. It's crazy numbers, isn't it? I mean, I mean it's like we, have, we haven't seen this no. before. No, and, and you're right. I think it's a good point. I think the motivation of breaking records was really strong last mm. season. Yeah. So they needed this, they needed a different motivation, mm. and that came from Liverpool. Yeah. And Liverpool provided that, and, and Man City were up for it. And I, I always... We talked about what could go wrong for City, and it was if any of these players were complacent, Rob. Yeah. And, you know, because we've seen that before from mm -hmm. different teams, you know, your Leicesters, your Chelsea's, uh, sides that haven't been able to be as strong, and we just didn't see it. And the manager takes credit for that. He made sure every player was doing the business. If they're on a good a little run of form, they're mm -hmm. in the side. If they're not, if they're not training well, then they're on the bench. And that's been the same all the way through. And... I just think the quality, Rob, of this squad and the fact that players from all spots... I mean, we saw the Vincent Company got yeah. a goal. Laporte scored today. Mm -hmm. um, Gundogan scored today. Riyad Mahrez, who hasn't Phil been great. Foden's for, Phil Foden uh, scored goal the against other day. Spurs. I mean, it's just... Yeah. They, they, People they, have stepped up. Yeah. Bernardo okay. Silva stepped up in... Uh, you've only got to go down the list. Jesus... Mm. If, um, Leroy Sané had his little hot right. spell, didn't he? Goals and assists. And yeah. Something else I wanted to throw at you, Rob, another slight angle, and it, and it was something I think Pep was kind of alluding to, and, and it's talked more about people in the media, but I, I want to make t take it to a broader sense. I got the sense this season, the neutral football fan, the football romantic, wanted Liverpool to win the title. Mm. So I almost felt Manchester United were slightly, bizarrely, in the, in the shadow. It, it was about Liverpool this, 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 this year. Were Liverpool going to win it? Were Man City going to let them in? Were they going to be their first, 29, uh, first title in 29 years? It almost felt as though City didn't, didn't get enough credit for what they've done and how is they've there, gone about it. Is there it. an argument? And this, maybe this is ridiculous. It certainly is regarding us. Mm. <clears throat> are, are they somewhat not given the credit? Yeah, yeah that they obviously deserve. I, I, I mean, agree. I, I think we do a pretty good job. I think we enjoy the way they play and appreciate what they do, but do others? Like, is it is it big enough news that, that, that what Pep's doing and this team the, is doing? The, the, there's something that will stick with, with City, and it's going to carry on um, following them around, is that people are saying it's the money. It's all to do with the money. Mm. And it isn't, Rob. The money is important because you've got to buy yeah. quality, but you've got to know what you're buying. And then when you buy them, you've got to coach them. You've got to get the system. You've got to build the team spirit. We've seen Real Madrid with Galacticos not winning. We've seen Manchester United spend a fortune. Yeah, not, a billion not dollars anything, in the last six years. Not win anything. So that's something that all the stick you're going to be able to beat City with. Pep's going to have to put up with that. The players are going to put up with that. Mm. But you, you, you talked to today, and we, we were talking about... 
But not when Silver was available. Yeah. Didn't see too many people. Huh. Laporte was available. I mean, champions are talking now. Leroy Sané. Leroy Sané. Raheem Sterling. Now, they weren't cheap, these players, right? No, well, no, But they correct. were kind of around the 40, 50, 60 mm. million, which is a big amount of money. But but never have they bought the finished article. No, the, the, guy the superstar. Like, oh. The Ronaldo. I mean, there was a talk about Alexis. It was a finished yeah, article. There was a yeah. talk about him coming. And then it got too expensive and they pulled out of it. And obviously, they did the right thing there. But buying good, young mm. players in different spots in this team, even the goalkeeper, yeah. Bernardo Silva's 24 now, but what a player he's, he's turning mm -hmm. into. And, and other players, Ryan Sterling, a few uh, a further back. So the structure, the philosophy, it's mirrored, it's matched from the very top right through to the, the young teams that play in their academy. They all try and do the right thing and, and, and buying good young players has been a brilliant philosophy and they've done a great job with that. Let me ask you, Cave, you talk about young players. I, I want to just... Take a moment and give Vincent Company a little bit yeah. of credit. Just in terms of 11 years at the football club, eight major trophies, uh, four Premier League titles now. His contract expires. Mm. You're Pep Guardiola. He wants to play. You maybe can't guarantee him as much football as he would like at this stage in his career. Mm. What do you do? Well, I, I think it's an easy decision now that you sign him. Now, a month ago, mm. he's not playing regularly a month ago. You're thinking, what is he, 33? He's 33 yeah, now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Pep's thinking, you know what, we are going to move on. We have got other central defenders. Stones comes in. John Stones coming Stone's through. Ready. Laporte's done great. And, and Stones maybe. I mean, he's got to be ready oh, now. Mendy is a backup. Yeah, yeah. Danilo can... Mm. Anyway. But but over recent weeks, he's played. He's played the whole games. He has none of these, these calf injuries that he's had before. He scored the, 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 the incredibly important goal. But they're coming um, off with five minutes to go. Is that not almost a sign like, let's give our, mm. our captain who's leaving that, that send-off that he deserves? Maybe. I just, I would be, I would be yeah, shocked. Yeah. Of what, you what lose, he, what he you means. lose a lot more, don't you, than just God. a player. Can you, you imagine a what a leader more. he is in that God. dressing room, Rob? These young players, the, the, the modern mm. game, the social media, and believe in the hype, and all the medals and trophies, and no manager is all over that as well. But somebody in the dressing room to make yeah. sure they can put an arm round or whatever he's got, or clip round the ear a couple of the, of the younger ones that are getting a little bit cocky. Leroy Sani probably is one of those because mm. he should be playing more, yeah. given his numbers, given and, his and, abilities. And sometimes it's good, and we've been in dressing room, it's good sometimes when it's not always coming from the manager. When a fellow pro, an older pro, is going, hey, yeah. you, you can be a great player. You need yeah. to, to, to bottle down a little bit. That's what you get with Vincent Company. And That's it, what I think you lose. That's why I wouldn't, I, under no circumstances would no. I let him out of the football club. And, and he's an example of professionalism mm. around mm. the training yeah. ground, looking after himself. I'm sure he's the first and last away to try and make sure he's fit. Um, so, yeah, that's a good point. I, I, I'd be shocked if he leaves the club, unless... Mm. He's saying to Pep, you know what? I, I just want to play every week. I, I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I think he absolutely should stay at the football club. I want to go down the romantic road. We started oh. this season with what Manchester City did last year. We started mm. to talk a conversation about, are this City team one of the best in Premier League year? And I think we, or a number of people said, let's see again. Yeah. Let, let's see what happens again the next time around. Won it again, uh, uh, been pushed to the very limits by Liverpool, but won it again. Back-to-back, -back, only ever been done three times. Didn't win the Champions League, but we're talking Premier League era of teams that we've seen. Where, do, where, where are we ranking? Where, where well, are we? The, the, the question is, is it the best ever team we've seen at, uh, of a club side out of England? Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, I was of the thought, I needed to see more time, another season, which we've seen now. Yeah. A, a lot might argue... And by the way, this is not me. 
so, so I think I think they are the best that the eye tells you, mm. what the data in fact tells Stats you, tell you, what the numbers, trophies yeah. tell you. Yeah. They might do uh, make history again by winning the domestic treble, the League mm. Cup, the Premier League title, and the FA Cup if they can beat uh, Watford next weekend. Some people might say the Champions League has got to be part of it. There's been plenty of other teams from England mm. that's won the Champions League. And without that trophy, I would get an argument. If somebody makes an argument, I would, I'd understand the argument. Like, you know, yeah. I, it, but, does that, the Champions, the but does the Champions League, we, we've seen plenty of Champions League winners who've been nowhere near the best teams in Europe. No, you mean the best teams in England. Yeah. It's a cup competition. So, so I actually don't feel that that should be part of the argument. Don't the you? argument yeah. should be, are this team, we've played it and... and we can only talk about it. Is we've watched the Liverpool great teams. We've seen and played against the Manchester United yeah, great teams. We've seen and played against team. the Arsenal great teams. We, I've watched the Chelsea teams grow through Mourinho in yeah. that period. In terms of what they do and how they do it, Manchester City sit top of the bunch. I think so. I mean, the, the way that they play is so difficult to pull mm. that off. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, I know. You, it's, can argue, it's, you can argue. You can argue, and everybody's style is different. Defensive counter-attacking, the Chelsea and uh, Conte mm. and Mourinho. Um, we didn't see that with Arsenal and United no. further back in the Liverpool team of the 80s, Robin. Brilliant, brilliant football. Um, but just this total football from back to front, the amount of goals, the amount of entertainment, the consistency, 32 wins out of 38. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can you just imagine that, by the way? That's two seasons on the spin. They've won 32 of the 38 games. That's, that's They've crazy They've lost six numbers. games over two seasons. Six yeah. games. People lose that in a month. Yeah. It, it's, it, I just find that remarkable. Mm. Given and it's a few years ago now, but we know what it what it was like to play against the best sides, oh. and you run yourselves into yeah, the ground. Yeah. And when United used to come with Beckham mm. and Giggs and, and Roy Keane and Skulls and all them, you and they twenty percent like, more out yourself. Wow, yeah, and then and they beat you. Yeah, cool. They get that every week. Mm. By the way, you know we're at home. We've run ourselves into the ground to try and beat them. They beat us. Yeah, they have that every other week away from home. So I I know how hard it is. But also playing that style, they pulverise everybody. Nobody now presses them, Rob. No. Nobody presses them, mm, or very few. Because you press them, you leave spaces behind yourselves, and they're going to hurt you. And, mm. and the football and getting in behind that we've analysed a few times with, the, with these patterns that they make to try and get behind the fullbacks. It's been brilliant to watch. That's been brilliant to watch. And uh, they've been pushed all the way, Rob, by the team who finished second, who seem, you know, all getting... Quite rightly, getting the, the credit and the plaudits that, that, that this campaign on many other years, they, they'd, they'd have won a title with 97 points. But Liverpool, it's, is this a case of a, start, a starting point for Liverpool with Jurgen Klopp to go on from? Mm. Rather than, I mean, we've seen Liverpool in the past under Brendan Rodgers go close and then it fell away. You just don't get the sense it's going to happen this time around. Well, because the team's better, isn't it? The team's better. The structure's better. I mean, everything. The structure about, you know, the, the age of the players. 26-year-old Allison, yeah. 84, up to $84 million yeah. that made a few little ricks early. You know, with mm, the, with yeah, the, yeah. Trying to beat, tried to, it lasted, didn't he? Tried to nipped, quite turn. Nipped in the yeah, bud. Yeah, yeah. Nipped in very, the bud by the manager straight very, very away. Quickly, yeah. and, and after that, nothing yeah. in terms of... Uh, in terms of uh, won the Golden Gloves, didn't he? And he won the Golden yeah, Glove because 21 he's... 21 clean sheets. Yeah, 21 clean sheets. So that that's great. We mm. know all about the defending players. We know about the business to bring in Anders, Andy Robertson and Alex, mm. uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, of course, as well, that's done a great job. Um, and those players up front, I mean, they're good ages. They're yeah. good ages to mm. carry on. So there's no question, an incredible leap has been made yeah. by Liverpool Football yeah. Club with this manager now, continuing the improvement process. And for me, Rob, they're at a whole new level, you know? They're... A, they're 
the whole club now will take this as a benchmark. Mm. This is the way we train. This is the way we play. You know, this is the energy, the spirit. Can you remember, you know, it, 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 it will last and it will stay relevant at the Liverpool Football Club that this team has got to a point where anybody coming in or the younger players trying to get into first team, this is the level now that they're at. And, yeah. you know, going forward next season... I have no reason to think they, they're not going to be as strong or even stronger. I think you're right in, in that when I, you, the Liverpools of, of recent years were vying for fourth spot in the league yeah. and just making it into the Champions yeah. League. It's yeah. changed. We're, we're in a whole different world. This is a, t- a title-challenging outfit now. Should be over the Are next you, few years. Well, that's what I mean. So, so they, they could go back to being a, a four and a fifth, but you just don't get no, the sense. No, I don't get the, the sense they, with they, the manager. That level jump has th- meant that they're, they're yeah. a top level now. I think if you look at the group of players, I think one or two might go out, Rob. I think you might freshen it up a bit. I think we've seen the last of Daniel Storage. I think that's it. I think of that. Yeah, let's talk about Calibre. him. His last yeah. game today at Liverpool. Alberto Moreno, they said yeah. as well. Apparently yeah. contracts are up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And these, these players could leave. Um, recruitment's been good Lallana, in the past. Does he stay? Does he yeah, not? There'd maybe know. big calls on a couple of people yeah. like that. Shakiri, we've seen in and out, but just going to that next level, I think mm. he'll be backed by the owners. That, that they'll get it, and obviously they've got Champions League football still to look forward to as well. Yeah, they have. I mean, just looking back to defining moments, and we, and we mentioned mm. it a few ta- a few times today on the uh, on the air. Leroy Sane's goal for Man City, January third. Yeah. When City beat Liverpool at home, they needed to beat them. They were seven, seven points, points behind, yeah. so they'd lost that game. They'd have been ten, ten points. points behind. It would have been right. done. It was a huge game, yeah. and Sane scores that goal yeah. to inflict the first Premier League loss for Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, without that goal, if that ends one-one, it's different. See, Liverpool win the league, and they're, they're invincible. Invincible, yeah. Win the league, probably hundred points. Yeah, and win the league. Yeah, it's just that's the difference. And back then. When Liverpool drew those couple of games, mm, Rob. Yeah, there was a God, couple of jaws in there. Little did we know. Yeah, yeah. how. I mean, how, how important harsh they is were that? Be, yeah, you'd never think be. that. You'd be like I mean, one loss all season. Yeah. One loss all season. And those draws, we would probably said on yeah. our show, like, well, you know, you can't mm. win them all. Yeah, Frankie, yeah. You can't if, win them if you all. don't win, then draw. Yeah. As they did seven times, and in the end, it's a couple of those that, that have been the difference. Yeah, it's it's. Such an achievement by this man. I think he's managed him beautifully mm. throughout. I was just going to say, should we, should we just spend a moment? Because we, we do give, you know, and I think on the, certainly on, on our show, we, we give Pep Guardiola plenty uh, of praise in, in, in terms yeah. of what he's doing. Jurgen Klopp has, is, has single-handedly put his personality and seal all over this football club. Managed it brilliantly. When he has to have a go with players, he doesn't. It seems he'll have strong words, and people know. You said the Allison thing, maybe messing around a little bit with balls. Done with. I, I mentioned on air to Rebecca there was there was a, the Jordan Henderson one time when he, he took him off in one of the games, and he went to shake Henderson's hand, and Henderson sort of did like a turn away and, and went to sit down, and and Klopp called him back, and put him to him, and and, and they had some words, and, and they shook hands, yeah. and I thought that's a manager. Didn't make a big thing of it because people were saying, oh, Jordan Henson, we, how often we see a, a player. We know he's disappointed. But Jurgen Klopp was saying, you're my captain of my football club. When I put my hand out to shake it, you shake it. And we don't know, by the way, how he, how he would react to some bad form. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, since he's been at the football mm. club, there's been a... All bad eggs. I know, bad I know people around the training ground. I know ground. there's been nothing... I know they haven't won before. This is of, yeah. of course, the closest they've they've come, and, and yeah. the finishes have been what fourth, fourth, fourth and fifth, fifth and around yeah. that. 
But all the time, you always thought, okay, yeah, but there's progression here. Mm. They are yeah, getting better. Mm, so mm. I don't know if if bad times, how he reacts, whether he... Because he's never said a bad word about his, any of his players, but, Rob. But, but it but looks I like just he creates that environment, well. doesn't it? He? he creates a environment that's positive, that there's no negativity. That if you're that guy, you feel out of place. Mm. And, and there's a... There's a spirit and and, and and something about this group that, that's been engineered by the guy in, in charge. I just think he's done a brilliant job. Um, Liverpool must be delighted with where they are. Liverpool fans right now must be delighted where they are and what, and what they're involved with. A quote that he said in his press conference, and I always, I love the press conferences, Rob. I mean, it takes a, it takes a while on a, on a Thursday and a Friday to, to, to listen to them all. And he was referencing back um, some of the players after that Barcelona game. And he said that, I think it was Robertson, that said, oh, it's only pain. And he said to the mm. press conference, you know what, if I could say, he said three, or is it, maybe it's four words, to sum up Liverpool Football Club this season, he said, it's only pain. Mm. So that's how strongly he feels about the other side to football, not yeah. just the te- yeah. technical and tactical mm. and, 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 and goals and assists and all the fancy glitzy stuff. Yeah. He really is about grit, determination, yeah. and like it's only pain. My players will play on with pain. That's what the, the guys uh, will do for, for me, for this team and the club. Um, it, it, Jordan Henderson, I think, said the same mm. thing. So that, yeah. that was his mantra going into this weekend. It's only pain. It sums up his team. And I think that's a, it's a really good way of putting it. And that's it. what champions need sometimes, yeah. Rob, because I remember the Jose Mourinho's teams who used to grit it out who had heart, who, who used to be warriors and say, whatever happens, we get yeah. fine. They're getting a little bit of that Liverpool. And by getting that, that gives them that extra dimension. And um, they've got to be looking to, to push on now. And obviously Champions League would be, I think, a, a reasonable reward for what they've done this uh, year. Yeah, it really would be. I mean, it really would be. We'll Again, we'll, we'll do a podcast mm. after that. Um, but just, just going forward, Rob, into, into next season a little bit, let's just kind of look ahead. Mm. In terms of going again, uh, in terms of strengthening. Yeah. They don't need much, do no, they? they don't need, where, where, need where are they going to... I mean, a, a, a real technical playmaking... Midfield player. Midfield yeah. player, yeah. potentially. Yeah. You've got Oxlade Chamberlain, who's going to be firing mm-hmm. again in pre-season, that gives them a, a dribbling, yeah. goal and threat, a quick, and, yeah. powerful guy. You've got plenty of legs with Milner, Henderson, uh, Wijnaldum, Fabinho... Um, but but a little a little silky playmaker, yeah, someone who can just maybe open things up yeah, when they got time. Maybe. And when there was a period of goals weren't going in and they weren't getting them for midfield, just that little footballer type who, who might yeah. do something a little bit special. And also Navigator as well, yeah, he's, he's, a player that just started mm. to find his feet and got a few goals, was getting into the box. He'll be happier in his second season. So there's no reason, there's just no reason why with this guy mm. they won't go again and have a right good go at it. Yeah. It uh, went close this time, but certainly mm. we'll be up there fighting for it, we, we would think, uh, next time around. Should we take a, a quick break, mate, and get a word from our sponsors? Um, that's it for the top of the table. But we're then going to concentrate our, concentrate our attention on a team that finished six, 31 points behind Liverpool and have got big summer ahead. We're going to talk Manchester United. <laughs> It can be a little frustrating, especially if you're in a hurry or running late, to find yourself at a railway crossing, waiting for a train. And if the signals are going and the train's not even there yet, you can feel a bit tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Well, don't. Ever. Trains are often going faster than you expect them to be, and they can't stop. Even if the engineer hits the brakes right away, it can take a train over a mile to stop. By that time, what used to be your car 
is just a crunched hunk of metal. And what used to be you, well, better not even think about that. The point is, you can't know how quickly the train will arrive. The train can't stop even if it sees you. The result is disaster. If the signals are on, the train is on its way. And you just need to remember one thing. Stop. Trains can't. There are three things every homeowner wants their home to be. Smarter, safer and more fun. What if I told you one link by First Alert has you covered? First, meet your family's new best friend, the one link safe and sound. A hardwired smart smoke and carbon monoxide alarm with a premium home speaker and Alexa-enabled all-in-one sleek device. Built with First Alert safety technology and providing an immersive, great sound experience, the safe and sound elevates any home. But it gets better. One Link by First Alert also offers the One Link smart smoke and carbon monoxide alarm that work with the One Link safe and sound. The device is easy to install and protects against both smoke and carbon monoxide. If smoke or CO is detected in the home, the smart alarm will notify you via exclusive voice and location technology and send a notification to your smartphone, whether home or away. A smart home should start with smart protection, and One Link by First Alert welcomes you to a smarter, safer home. Visit onelink.firstalert.com for more information. When you need auto parts but can't get to a store, visit o'reillyauto.com. You can buy your parts online and pick them up in O'Reilly Auto Parts store of your choice. No shipping costs, easy returns, and convenient pickup on your schedule. Shop your way for the parts you need at o'reillyauto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices, every day. Okay, Robbie, uh, mm. we've talked about those those top two teams. Let's just go down the table a little bit. Now, I know that, that Chelsea and Arsenal will compete in the Europa League mm. final. That's great for them to look forward to. I know yeah. that Spurs, in fourth place, um, are going to be in the Champions League final against against Liverpool. Now, Manchester United, their last two Premier League results, Huddersfield away 1-1 and Cardiff at home 0-2. Two Two relegated (laughs) sides and two games where Ole Gunnar Solskjaer could prove to the club, to the team, to the fans that yeah, we've had a bad run, but but I can fix this. I'm going to put this right before the end of the season. He's not done it, Rob. No. I, I'm stunned at this result. I'm stunned. We did our predictions. Yeah. I pick them before before things got started. I picked United to win 2-0. I'm like, well, Cardiff, they'll enjoy going to United, <laughs> but they'll be thinking about their summer holidays. They don't want to get injured. They don't have to come in reporting for tri- for treatment because of the injuries. They will just enjoy themselves. And United, with all the, the stresses, the strains, the problems, the bad results, will surely find a winning way to the end of the season. Now, we heard the boos ring out at the end of the game. Yeah. And Ole Gunnar Solskjaer talks about, we're not good enough, we're sixth right now, that's not Man United. Well, that isn't Man United at the moment. And I'm fed up of hearing about United and yeah. what, what they should be. And this is Manchester United and all yeah. this stuff. they got a lot of work to do, whether it's from the very top of the football club, which I think it, it, the problems go to that, to that situation with the Glazers, to Ed Woodward, to the manager now, to the players. And, and, and they all take their little bit of blame. But aren't you... Are you shocked, Rob, how it went from mm-hmm. really poor under Mourinho yeah. to like, wow, this is, this is more like it. This is what these players mm-hmm. can do to like drop off a cliff. Like they stopped playing. Well, what happened when Solskjaer came in, and I think the reason why he got the job, Rob, was that he came in and, and I think for, 
in in twelve games had won ten and and and, and drew unbeaten in, in his first twelve. Reminded us a little bit of what Manchester United used to be, and everybody jumped onto totally. it. Totally, absolutely. This is United. This is who we are. We play with a smile on our face. But actually, this group ain't good. Let, let me tell you exactly where I think, and, and, and I gave this a little bit of thought last night, depending on where we were. And this was before they lose 2-0 at home to Cardiff, of all teams. They're becoming less, less relevant, Manchester United. You've just said the, the Europa League's got, got Arsenal yeah. and Chelsea. Champions League's got Spurs and Liverpool. Liverpool yeah. Everybody else has got, you know, City have won the titles and go on. Manchester United, what? I mean, second, what, what? second I mean, to sixth. It, when you used to play school football, they'd be in the shield. You know, when you get knocked out of the competition early <laughs> and they put all those, all those not very good teams. I mean, Manchester United at the moment need to understand where they are. And, and Rob, I'm, I'm talking about this summer is huge. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's got a three-year deal. Let's say he lasted three years. In three years' time, it'll be ten years since Manchester United won a title. We, we could be talking about United going back in the wilderness if we're not careful. Well, it happened to Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. You, and, you'd, and, and never, you'd, you'd never, you'd never think have it... said it, would you, in 1990, that mm. we would get to 2019 season and that Liverpool hadn't won a title. And, and how have Liverpool got back to the top, or almost the very top? They mm. could get to the top of European football, the Champions League, if they win that. Yeah. They got there, Robbie Earl, with a change of ownership, mm. with John Henry and the Fenway Sports Group taking over and reorganising, restructuring, a director of football, made some appointments, different managers, and they found the right guy in Jurgen Klopp. Correct. The Glazers have to take control of this club if they're, if they're interested enough, if they're hands-on enough, and say, you know what, there's got to be two directors, two main guys, a commercial guy yeah. and a football guy. And it's as simple as that. Right now, they've got one guy that's doing both. Ed yeah. Woodward, remarkably, yeah. he'll be getting a bit of advice off different people, I'm sure, maybe Sir Alex Ferguson. Ed Woodward is making huge footballing decisions and he's got no qualifications, experience or track record to do that. Uh, different manager appointments. It's okay to do certain signings, certain extensions. And now, of course, jumping quickly to a point, are they going to social rub when they didn't need to? Now, now was the time, end of season. If he hadn't, he'd be like, now, he'd be like, okay, this is a big job. Yeah. Um, who are we going to get? Because yeah. it's, it's not going to be this guy. Too quick. But, but, but I'm a believer in we are where we are. So you've got Edward yeah. within this situation. You've got Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in the manager's job. Mm. Now, how do we fix this? That, that, that's where we're at. Well, that, you know, Edward Wood isn't just going to walk away. Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer just doesn't become invisible. They're in, the, they're in places now. So what, they, what both people need, men need is help. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer needs the right technical guy to start building. You, you just said, how have Liverpool got back? Liverpool haven't mm. got back over one, one season. This has been a yeah. three- or four-year progression that's yeah. now gone. <clears throat> Manchester United have the same opportunity. But are we sure the people in charge can make those well, kind that, that, of calls? Well, that's what I'm saying, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. The, gla the Glazers are, are but in Ed charge. But Edward can go and get that guy. He can go and find the technical guy who can put the, the building blocks in process and they can start the, the process. The owner should demand it. The but owner, the owner should demand know, it. The owner doesn't know. The owner doesn't know football. If he doesn't know, well, that's exactly the, those things. He's got to get somebody so to, Edward, to know but football. Edward Wood does know that he knows the, commu the, 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 commercial. the commercial side, but he knows he doesn't know the football. So go and get the best football he guy wants, you can. This is this is this is a, a, a good friend of mine, Rob. Right, mm. a good friend of mine. I'm not going to say his name. But this is what he does. He restructures football clubs mm -hmm. from the very top. And he said to me, "I don't like to work with chief executives 
or, or I, I have to work with the owner because the owner is the only guy that can say, chief exec, you know, you run everything right now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mate. It, it, we're going to change it to a football guy, to a commercial guy. So are you saying that's port ego? If, if like yeah, Edward Wood doesn't want to let it go, he thinks he, well, why should he? Well, why should he want to split well, his responsibilities? I, I, if I was Edward Wood and I'd listen to those boos at, at Old Trafford, and I'm hearing Woodward out and getting all and reading the paper and getting the criticism, first thing I'd do is get around Europe, find the best guy at Manchester United, well, put them in the seat next to me, well, and we start to work this thing out. I, I have no idea why. I know, I know, but this guy who does it for yeah. for a career, for a living, yeah. like all over, by the way, and different sports all over America as well. Yeah. Very, very experienced. He's been at a high-level club in England as well. He said, you know, if the owner doesn't want it, the chief execs, in this case, Ed Woodward, don't necessarily want to um, dilute their roles and make these decisions. Owner, owner, owner. Get your mate to phone Ed Woodward. Tell him the two robbers well, he will go in there. Say. Well, that's uh, what I say. He wouldn't. He'd want to work with the ownership. Yeah. And that's why he doesn't do a lot of work well, now. Well, if, if the owners aren't that involved, because it doesn't look to me like the Glazers are. So, so what we're, you're saying, we've got a big problem here. We've got a big problem at Manchester United. If the ownership group aren't taking hands on, the the person they put in charge doesn't know the football, it's rudderless then. This this ship is not being led. It's being led by Ed Woodward, isn't it? It's not rudderless. He's saying, I can do all this. In real football terms, real football terms, we might not have had Ole Gunnar Solskjaer as a permanent manager. That's real football terms. Mm, mm, Yeah. Uh, It's stunning. Let's swing it to the players. <laughs> yeah. Swing it yeah, to the players, Because Rob. we should, because we should know how well. much of building job. Mm. You know, we, we weren't sure what this squad was capable of with a different manager, Jose Mourinho. Yeah. And, then, and then Solskjaer goes in there and we're like, well, here, here you go. This yeah. is what they're capable of. And now they've, they've, they've totally, totally fallen off a cliff. Yeah. Mediocre. Let me tell you, the majority of this group is mediocre. And if you have... Finished second if you, last season. Yeah, I know. And... and, and Jose Mourinho was, defended right. them like right. crazy because that's the way they could do it and, and didn't concede gold. He said it was brilliant. the biggest achievement yeah. getting that, that group And you second. know what? Looking back, yeah. you'd have to say he was right. But you've got a mediocre group of players who are playing for Manchester United. What do you do? Well, first of all, it, 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 it's, before, it's extremely worrying that this team can up themselves to look amazing and then can be awful. So, you, so United, United fans have talked to me about it. They're like, these players. Mm. It's the players' fault. Yeah, they yeah. can't just switch it on one week and then just forget about the next week. And we know the high-profile guys that you could the guys that you could point that on. Of course, Paul Pogba. Mm. Yeah. People say Lukaku. People say even Marcus Rashford looks brilliant mm. sometimes mm. And, and not Martial the other. And, so that's yeah. an issue. That, you know, you'd say how they... I guess he's got to decide who he thinks is, is capable of being consistent. And who his best players are. But you, we, we've talked about, and, and gosh, Manchester United fans won't like the comparison and talking going back to Liverpool. But at Liverpool, there's been a, a, a culture created where you couldn't get away with that. In, in Jurgen Klopp's system, not working, not playing one week and not the other, you couldn't get away with that. At Manchester United, you can. We, I saw the second goal for Cardiff today. Defensive midfield players were walking yeah, back. Yeah. I mean, that does, that, that, that's nothing to do with tactics, Rob. Mm. That's nothing to do with... That's to do with what's inside you. And, and, if, and if that's not right, you know what? All these players, whatever contract, you've got, you've got to start to say, we've got, we got to almost go again. I've got to move this on and, and start rebuilding again. And, and, and that just goes full circle to the fact that they've spent, I think, just short of a billion dollars yeah. since Jose Mourinho left, and we're now talking, Robbie Earl, 
about a huge so, clear out. So Alex Ferguson. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, Alex Ferguson. Yeah, six yeah, years, so, yeah. a billion dollars, mm. and now we're saying they're mediocre. Yeah. It goes full circle mm. back to the ownership, to the people responsible for recruitment, mm. and that's Ed Woodward. And it should never be. We're getting to a stage with Manchester United, and and I like all the Gunnar Solskjaer. I've played against him, knew him, saw him a few times outside of football. Lovely guy. Tired of hearing past glories now. Tired of hearing about past glories. We've got to start getting to the what present. What else has he got? What else should we, the, the United it, it, fans, it, it, be confident that he's shown, he shown us, us in his 12 ga- career? He showed us in 12 games that he, he, he could get Manchester United playing some of the kind of football that the fans want. That's what he's shown us. Mm. That's all he's shown us. And the drop-off, mm. how much th- uh, is it that the players just kind of had enough of it? Or how much is that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer couldn't continue yeah. to inspire yeah. well, this group? You said it today, Rebecca said to you before, we were as we were just doing a little kind of preview of each match, you said, no, not much on, not much on this one. And I, and I thought you were right when, when you didn't correct it, but you certainly said, no, I think this is a big game, yeah. Bex. It's a big game for Manchester United. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's last game in charge, last game of the season, in charge of a United team that are failing. That are failing, just, failing, just, failing. Just... just Put in a good performance, win a three or four nil. That doesn't make certainly doesn't write everything, but at least it, it, people go away with a better feeling in their mouth. Start thinking about what preseason is going to look like. The moment, Rob, Manchester United, Manchester United pick up where they where, how they yeah. finish, and that we're, happens. We're, we're mid, exactly, it happens. That's how many times that's it happened? Been, that's the rhythm that's been set at your football it club. It happens all the time. Preseason doesn't go so well. You don't do you know things don't go. All of a sudden, you start the season. Ten games are gone. And you're sitting in eleventh place. We, we've seen it all the time, yeah. particularly from mid-table teams mm. that, that we think are okay. Like, like you know, Bournemouth, maybe, mm. for this season. They did great, and then towards the end yeah. of the season, they drop off, drop off, yeah, drop yeah. off. Brighton. The season after, yeah. they start the same way, like Brighton last yeah. year. Uh, it's hard to, to, to change that funk. And United might be different because of the money yeah. with some of the changes. But we know from other examples that bringing in lots of players to a football club <sighs> takes time. It... it I just this is going to take a long time, yeah, isn't it? That's what I'm. I'm it's so far away. Yeah. But somebody's got to take the patience, the understanding to say, "Here's a long, longer term strategy. This isn't a quick fix. This isn't buy three players, Manchester United good again. It, it ain't that, mate. Just to, like mediocre players, you said right. The yeah. ones that are not mediocre, yeah, want to leave. Well, there's a lot of talk. Yeah, Pogba. <sighs> Not too happy. Lukaku Martial, wants to leave. Lukaku saying he would mind D- go play David De Gea is having to stay for another year because his, his contract got triggered. So not only is it going to be hard to find really good players, mm. but the better ones want to, want to go, and that's an issue in itself. So, God, blimey. Talk about a big job for a manager that's <laughs> an, worked at Mulder and Cardiff. Yeah, and an experienced manager. Yeah. I mean, happy to be wise after the event. How good does Pochettino look right now? Well, in, what, in that, d- yeah. Listen, we ain't got to tell our listeners. Yeah. From from day one, he was always, always, for both of us, the number one yeah, choice. The choice. Yeah. But they didn't make the move and no. it, it didn't work out well for them. So, Manchester United, huge summer ahead for Solskjaer and Manchester United. Um, plenty of work to be done. Listen, mate, we, we, let's just finish off this, um, this yeah. podcast. A couple of those kind of pub segment type. Who's your favourite? Mm-hmm. Who's not? Who would you give your player of the year to, mate? I think I would give it to Virgil van Dijk. Yeah. The difference he's made, Rob... Um, to that team, the leadership abilities, it's just night and day. And, and the biggest reason that of Liverpool's, what was it like? I think it's a 20, I think what were they last year, 
they've gone to 97 points. I think there was yeah, a 25, but I can't find yeah, it now. Yeah, I can't find yeah, it last, now. last season. Yeah, there was 75 last 75 year. 75 yeah. to 97. Yeah. And that's down to, points, a yeah. lot of it yeah. is down to that guy. So I'd say Virgil van Dijk. Go, goalkeeping van Dijk certainly mm-hmm. been helpful. I'm going to give it to Ryan Sterling, Robin Musto. Um, for what he did on the football pitch... His numbers didn't probably prove similar, that he was better. Similar to last similar year. Similar to last year, 17 goals. I think it's about 10 assists for him. Mm. As much for that as about his maturity as a man and as a player. Had some horrific racial abuse in a couple of games, stood up. He's become a spokesman for his own mm. that. is looking like he wants to help other people. Looks to me, Rob, like he's, he's a true professional now. That he understands his role becoming a really integral part of that City team to a point where I think he's almost undroppable uh, as yeah. things go, yeah. which, which wasn't the case with him before. Mm. Um, so for, for both on and on the pitch, I, I go Ryan Sterling. On the same thing with players, Rob, let's just mm. jump to overlooked player or manager. Mm. Somebody overlooked. Somebody, let's try and pick out a couple yeah. um, that, that, that maybe should get more um, respect. Rec- recognition. Recognition. Respect, yeah. Now, I'm going to go for two players here. One's more high profile than the other. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Mm. He's just got a share of the golden boot, yeah, by the way. 22 goals, yeah. 22 goals. Mm. And he hasn't, he hasn't started... I mean, goals per minute, pretty good, because he hasn't played as many as some no. of the other goals. I mean, he, and, and in a team that's, that's struggled to be consistent, but he has been a consistent guy. He ended the last season really well. Um, so I think him, and also somebody a bit further down, Ryan Fraser, Bournemouth. Yeah. yeah. Seven Excellent. goals, 14 assists. Excellent. And there's talk about him... Being, you know, a target of other clubs. I think Arsenal was one of yeah, them as yeah. well. So I want to give him a mention as well. My overlooked player of the year um, goes to a team I, I wanted to give a little bit of love to. Abdullah Decore mm, at Watford. Watford yeah. Powerhouse midfield player who could join most of the top six teams and give them something. Mm. Give them another dimension. Mm. I think it's been outstanding. I think the team have played well. The, the mix looks a lot better. Him and Kapu in midfield. Dini and um, De La Feo up front. Team, it? It's a lovely... Yeah. And um, obviously they go to the FA Cup with, with, um, with Man-, Man City coming up. That's going to be an interesting one as well. Because mm. that's not a given for City. No, it's not. It's not. I, in terms of the managers. Mm. Manager of the year. Now, again, I, I, I mean, there's... There's two or three. There's probably four, probably, isn't there? Yeah, there's four for me. You go first on this one. Has to be Pep Guardiola as number one. Why? Because we were saying, okay, people tell me what you spent, what he's done. Back to back, delivered it again. The numbers, the stats, the possession, the way of playing, the... The standards that he set English football, he has to be number one. Jurgen Klopp's a very, very close second, got to Champions League, and mm. listen, if he wins Champions League, some might have the argument. Mm. Nuno, Espirito Santo at Wolves, doing what they seventh, best of the rest, coming to the league and giving us a, a brilliant way of not losing their personality, whoever they played. The bigger the team, almost the better they played. Mm. And my other one, the last one, Javi Garcia. Garcia, yeah, I know, I know. The, 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 that's the four. I think, you know, in terms of, there's, there's exciting things that might happen in the future. I think Brennan Rodgers is interesting, Leicester City, how he might go next season. Mm. But I think I would go Jurgen Klopp. Would uh, you? And not just because of the jump, because of the, because of the story, because of the difference, because of mm. the race, because of the, the way that this team is... Is, is so balanced and it's been so powerful in all ways of the game and found ways to win. Remember, it's different parts of the season. He, he changed Mo Salah's position to try and get yeah, the best yeah, out of him yeah. tactically. You know, he kept going with the same players. Rotated, made great subs throughout. I think, you know, jumping from where they were to where they are right now and elevating the level of this club 
Jurgen Klopp has done a spectacular job. Can I just chuck one more in there? Go on then. Rafa Benitez. Rafa Newcastle Benitez. United. Yeah. Other other different circumstances, different manager, that team could be in right. could be heading to the championship. So which begs the question with Rafa, which is a really interesting question that we'll be we'll be checking the news every day to find yeah. out. Yeah. His contract's up with Newcastle United, Robbie yes, right? Yes. And I think I've said, I definitely remember saying, I think it's going to be his last season. Yeah, Does he have yeah. to put up with this every single season? He doesn't have to put up with it, but he has a choice. I think if Newcastle half convince him, half give him the inkling that they'll, they'll, they'll match his ambition, he'll stay. Why? Mm. It's a magnificent football club yeah. that if you can get 50% going to, to its capacity, is, is better than most of the others. They love him up there to the point where they sing his name more than any other player. He, you can tell he loves the community. He loves that that club of is so important. He's shown that he can keep a team up. He's basically put the ball in Mike Ashley's court. Give me a chance to compete was what he said. And I thought it was brilliantly phrased. Well, that's what he wants. Just that's give, what him he some, give, him, give him a little bit. Of, he's not asking for, for, for billions. Give him some money so we can improve the team and so they're not fighting relegation. What other clubs do you think that he might think, you know what, I'm not going to turn this contract down. I am going to turn this contract uh, down. To go. And I would go to which clubs, that, whether it's now, whether it's maybe in six oh, months or yeah. when something goes wrong, yeah. which ones of the top six, because I think, like you said, Newcastle United is a massive club. Yeah, so any, anything underneath that, he's probably mm. not that bothered. So Manchester United, any any a moment of time in the future where that might that might no, happen? Not for me. Not for me. I don't. I don't. I just don't feel the fits right for him in Manchester United. Arsenal no. Football Club. If you need, if Arsenal need a safe something... pair of hands for for two years to give him buy him time to whatever. But, but, in, but in, unlikely in the foreseeable in the foreseeable future. Tottenham. Poch. Yes. If, if Poch, Poch was to, to move, Juventus. and I needed to be just, I need something sure, safe, somebody I know will play good football and keep keep things going. Rafa Benitez can be that man. He showed it at Chelsea, went in there as an interim guy and won the Europa League. He wouldn't go back to Chelsea, would he? No, I think that's done. So that's they don't, their fans didn't really take to him, did he? Because he's I mean, Liverpool. I mean, and then you got Liverpool and Manchester yeah, City, which yeah. isn't going to happen. So yeah. th- there isn't. There isn't that many places for the, him in, in the Premier right. League. He may have to go back abroad. to Italy or Spain yeah. or whatever, yeah. but he, he certainly deserves more than, than what he's getting from Mike Ashley, and um, we'll have to see how that one goes. So, my friend, we oh, come to the end of the season, 2018-2019 season. As ever, please download the Two Robbie Show on Apple Podcasts. Rate and view the show. Let us know what you think. So, in one of the tightest Premier League races ever, it's Manchester City that finish top of the table and make it back-to-back title wins. And with the FA Cup still to come, it could be a first domestic treble for Pep and his men. Look out for our FA Cup potty after next weekend's big fixture. But for now, thanks for listening. I'm Earl. He's Musto together to the Two Robbies. It's a good night for me. And it's good night for him. Good, good night. night. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. 